Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Wednesday edition, the post-All-Star edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down Wednesday's two-game, two-game NBA DFS slate. Uh, that would be two. Yeah, we, we can count over here on the Slate Starter. It's great. Uh, Rinpak, how was the All-Star break for you? What are you what have you been staying busy with? You Any DFS for you? No, I've been, uh, I've been keeping it low. I had some tickets, some satellite tickets that I earned uh, throughout the NBA season for today's... Uh, NHL slate. We'll see how that goes, but I'm excited for NBA to be back. It was a nice break, and uh, the All-Star game was fun. Obviously, not much defense, and we saw Le- Team LeBron pretty much dominate as they should with the whole talent disparity we saw, but uh, it was the Giannis show. He went uh, shot, didn't miss a single shot. Good for him. I really thought Dame Lillard could have snuck and got the MVP with the Dame winner he had at the end, so that was pretty uh, an epic shot to finish the game. I'm oh. excited to talk about this two-game slate with you. Yeah, me too. I was gonna say I we we got to do the uh the deeper dive and and you crushed it per usual. Uh Giannis we both had as our MVP, which was great. That ended up panning out for me. Hopefully you guys were able to tail a little bit of that. Uh could have had a big night if it weren't for Kyrie Irving playing absolutely terrible and Zion Williamson not existing. So other than those two things, I, I felt like it was pretty pretty darn good. CP three was a great call on your on your part too. Again, we were trying to identify closing lineups. He closed last year. That was somebody that we were a little overweight to, but you guys aren't here to talk about the All-Star game. That That's a thing of the past. Let's get ourselves on into Wednesday. Uh, before we get going, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, big time hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content here at Osmo is going live. You ready to get rocking? Let's ride. Let's ride. Sitting on the top end of, well, my DraftKings isn't even pulled up. Man, we are we are just getting into these transitions again. This is this is great. I'm going to start over on FanDuel today because because uh, apparently my DraftKings doesn't want to upload for me. Uh, on the top end at point guard, uh, we, we saw a lot of positions change here for this two game slate over on FanDuel. If you got a chance to look at this ahead of time, uh, two of those that are not changed: Russell Westbrook, 9800; Dejounte Murray, 8500. Russ against Memphis, like this is going to be a spot where obviously you're going to have some interest there. Both of these games, it's at eight and eight thirty out there on the east coast five five thirty out here on the west coast but russ 9800 is definitely your top point guard option in raw points Dejounte murray 8500 up against dallas 
Uh, this is going to be an interesting San Antonio situation that we have there. It seems like a lot of those guys are going to be coming back. Devin Vassell, uh, Derek White, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, all of them off of the injury report that came out this afternoon. Going to be curious to hear about your takes on San Antonio. And then obviously John Morant, 8,000 sitting down there. Uh, three point guards that sit kind of on the top end on FanDuel. Talk to me a little bit about each of them. Two games late. All of these guys are going to be have to be in play on FanDuel especially. We're going to need to roster two. Uh, the Washington-Memphis game is obviously going to stand out just because of the uh, pace and the over-under. They played each other on uh, 2nd of March, and they put up 226 total points. Russ put up 53.7 points. He was absolutely sensational. John Morant, on the other side of things, outscored Russ, put up 55 fantasy points. John Morant, a nice 8K price tag is pretty solid. I think he's going to be probably one of the more popular plays on both sites. Uh, rightfully so. The matchup works out for him, and the price tag works out for him as well. And now Popovich has all his cards to deal with, and that makes it a, a very difficult for us to see what he's going to do with that rotation. Derek White's been in and out of that rotation all year long, uh, and now obviously they had the whole safety and protocol safety and protocol issue to finish off the first half of the NBA season. Now they're going to come back with all hands on deck, so it will be really, really interesting to see what ends up happening with Popovich, what he's going to do. He's had the whole all-star break to think upon this, so... Our rotations and whatnot are something going to be at the monitor of what he's going to end up doing. I don't have the greatest confidence. Derek White is priced up at 5600 but I'm willing to take some chances just because of an ownership play, especially on a two-game slate over there. Over there in DraftKings, we got Luka, 10-7, uh, Russ, 10-1. Uh, and uh, both of those guys are obviously have the uh, massive, massive upside, especially Luka. Put up 61 fantasy points against Orlando. Did uh, not play the final game. I, I believe he was... Uh, they uh, rested him before the All-Star break. He did play 32 minutes in the All-Star break the other night. So I think he'll be fine, 10-7. Uh, I think uh, most people are going to have to project him as their highest-scoring player by by quite a bit uh, for tomorrow's two-game slate. So but that alone is going to uh, gravitate to a ton of ownership towards him. Now the question is, is there going to be viable value to go to on a on a slate on DraftKings uh, to jam in Luka? In the mid-tier and paying down options, Derek White's 5K. Justice Winslow's 3-9, who has point guard eligibility now. He's been playing uh, 24 minutes around, or on just north of 20 minutes in each of the games he's been back. It's been uh, kind of okay. Nothing like consistent in production, but against Washington, I think we can definitely consider that as an option. How do you feel about Justice Winslow? Is there any other uh, spend-down options that stick out to you over there in DraftKings? No. Uh, he's probably as far down as you'd want to go. I mean, Tyus Jones might play, play like 12 minutes, give you a different roster construction. Again, this is a two-game slate. We kind of know exactly what those players are, are going to be, like Doncic, Westbrook, John Morant, DeJounte Murray, all four are viable in different ways. DeJounte Murray, I would expect, because of all the Spurs back, is going to be the lowest owned out of that grouping, and he's in the slower game. Uh, but it's still DeJounte Murray who can and spike an upside in a spot, so I'd rather take some shots there. Uh, Jalen Brunson, I wouldn't mind there at 5,700 on DraftKings. Uh, 33 minutes last time out, obviously without Doncic, but usually playing high 20s minutes, uh, like mid to mid to high 20s minutes. So I wouldn't mind taking some shots on him there. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, it gets really, really hairy. Howell Neto has been playing more minutes of late uh, up into the mid 20s, but that would just kind of be taking a shot on somebody there. Not, not anybody I'm super inspired to be playing. You ready to move on? Yeah, let's talk about the shooting guard spot. All right, sitting on the top end there, we got obviously Bradley Beal, who's going to stand out on both sides, uh, kind of above and away. 
uh, over everybody else. I do like the, the DeMar DeRozan's over a shooting guard over on FanDuel, so that at least gives you another option that's kind of sitting up in that upper ed- echelon. Uh, but Bradley Beal, 9,400 on DraftKings. Jalen Brunson, 5,700 there. Dylan Brooks, 5,400. And Derek White, 5K on DraftKings. Over on FanDuel, again, because it is a two-game site, I can bounce over a little bit more for you. But Bradley Beal, 10-5. DeMar DeRozan, 8,600. DeAnthony Melton is 6K on FanDuel, which is just, like, mind-boggling. He's more expensive than Dylan Brooks because of uh, that one meteoric game that he decided to put up. So I I suppose whatever, but he only played 14 minutes against Milwaukee. Talk to me about shooting guard. Yeah, Beal and DDR uh, lead off the shooting guard position. I like them both. Uh, Obviously, you kind of feel confident in their floors, and their upside can definitely get you there on this two-game slate. Now, is there enough value on FanDuel to uh, jam in both of those guys in shooting guard right now? Uh, the way the first two positions seem like over there, not really. You're going to have some decision points on what position to pay out for. And that alone is going to make your roster uh, roster construction pretty, pretty unique. Uh, speaking of DeAnthony Melton, I believe his ownership will be virtually unknown at a 6K price tag. For him, uh, he's one of those guys, one of the best uh, guys in the league in picking up steals. He's picked up a total of nine steals in the last three games, and uh, that's the reason why he's got this price bump. Very favorable uh, steals guy on FanDuel. Uh, Patty Mills is uh, shooting guard eligibility at 4K. I think he might ha- be a viable uh, value option, but all those guys are coming back. I don't know what's going to happen to the rotation. Desmond Bain has been getting the start, uh, some spot starts here and there to close out the year. He's the min. Uh, monitor that Memphis situation. I think we can consider him as a min price option, trying to jam in studs elsewhere. And Tim Hardaway, 5K, he can get hot. He's one of those guys who... Uh, Obviously, has been very inconsistent, kind of been deviated to a six-man role uh, on this Dallas team. So, obviously, those minutes are kind of reduced over the past couple of weeks. He picked up extra minutes the other night because of no Luka, but someone who can get hot and pay off that price tag, especially on 5K, 4-8, where there's a three-point bonus, definitely definitely in play. Derek White, 5K over there, shooting guard eligibility as well. Pretty solid price tag for Derek White. I think we can definitely consider that as well. Dylan Brooks uh, against this Washington team just put up 31 fantasy points the other night against Washington. I think that's something uh, you can consider over there on uh, Memphis. Uh, someone uh, who I've never really excited to the roster, but is an ownership play, someone we can definitely consider. And um, outside of that, I think Josh Richardson always just deserves a mention uh, just because he's one of those guys who can get there off of peripherals only. And uh, when he, uh, he's coming off a force field game, one of those guys who has seen double-digit shot volume over the last couple of games. And one of them, obviously, there was no Luka, but he's seen uh, 11, 12, 9, 11 with games with Luka in there. So I like that shot volume and at that price tag as well. Devin Vassell's ruled out, so that's cool. Uh, he's going to be out. That makes me like – I might have some Patty Mills there, 4K on FanDuel. I could see having a little bit. They they gave him the positional switch, and we're going to get to a lot more – positional switches over there obviously on DraftKings that's not going to be much of our concern but my god that position on DK is just garbage other than Beal at 9400 it gets so so hairy down there Jalen Brunson 57 uh so you you're kind of punting that position by default if you don't play Beal uh looking down here a little bit further I could see maybe having a shot or two on Desmond Bain uh Grayson Allen continues to be out he will be out here on Wednesday I could have a couple shots there uh but otherwise again it's another situation where if you're looking for if you're looking for value uh, to, to play somebody underneath 3,900, you're just not going to find it uh, at this position whatsoever. Do you agree? 
Yeah, it's tough. It seems on a two-game slate, kind of maybe going balanced, but you can get really unique. And if one of those guys who are cheap find a way to get there, either if there's blowout run or some foul trouble, you can really pay off as you have some studs who perform well. So it's fun to get a little cute at times on a two-game slate. So I recommend getting a little too cute sometimes on a two-game slate for sure. Harrison Matthews, a little too cute, 3,300 over. His teammate might be in play. We'll talk about in the small forward spot. All right. Well, let's get over there. Over on DraftKings, DeMar DeRozan's 8K. He's small forward and power forward eligible. Kind of gives a different look. You're not going to be able to build the exact same thing over on both sites or the the idea of it because he is that small forward, power forward eligible. Kyle Anderson, 6,300 there. Uh, Not a guy that I'm ever excited to roster. Uh, He's always playing mid-20s minutes. I I just missed the boat on him completely this year. There were just too many slates, I think, where he was super popular, and I was just kind of willing to jump off. Uh, It's been working out much better with John Morant back here. Uh, You're seeing those minutes drop into the 20s, but that price tag just continues to stay in that low 6K range uh, because he does have 40-point upside, and has expressed it multiple times where I have not had any. Dylan Brooks, 5,400, sitting right below him, shooting guard and small forward eligible. And then Keldon Johnson, who's going to be... Uh, 5,100, somebody that I just have no idea what to expect with these minutes coming back. We've seen them kind of all over the place here uh, after he had his two weeks off. Uh, Hopefully we can see those things trend up, but I don't know if I can even take shots on him on a two-game slate uh, because of how risky I feel like he would be compared to what I think his ownership will be. Talk to me about small forward. Yeah, uh, on the drafting side of things, uh, EDR, Keldon Johnson, both Spurs options that we can consider Keldon, especially, uh, his minutes were limited coming back from uh, health and safety protocols. So we'll see what Popovich does. It's an all-hands-on-deck situation. We really haven't seen this all year. Uh, Derek White made, was back for a couple of games here and there, but he hasn't played much in the month of March and uh, latter half of February. DeRozan, I do feel confident in someone who I can see getting mid-30 minutes, and if not higher, uh, so someone we can definitely target. I think I'm very comfortable with DeRozan at the 88 price tag. He's gone north of 40 fantasy points the last three times he's played Dallas. So matchup suits him well. He's performed well. 8K price tag. I'm definitely interested in DeRozan. And other mid-tier options, like you mentioned, Anderson, 6,300, 6,500 on DK, FD, uh, uh, specifically, respectively, um, uh, both are in play, especially Anderson 65 over there on FanDuel. We have to roster two. Uh, I think an option. You can save the 700 with Keldon Johnson. I would be hesitant just because we haven't seen what the minutes look like, but an option for sure. Josh Richardson, uh, saving to him makes a ton of sense, 5400 His teammate, DFS, Dorian Finney-Smith, $4,600. Also someone who has an upside in just picking up peripherals. The minutes are nice, and especially on a two-game slate. And when a guy's playing 34 minutes, Sub 5K, you're going to have some uh, quite a bit of interest for sure. Uh, saving some money and uh, spending uh, down. Danny Abdia, 4K and 3,100 on DK. I think Abdia is going to have significant ownership over there on DraftKings at 3,100. Played uh, Has played 25 and 26 minutes the last two games out. Now is the all-star break. He put up 20 points, 20 fantasy points against Memphis um, on the second. At that price tag, you're going to have to save somewhere. I know he's uh, not very exciting, has been a very mayor rookie. Obviously, the Wizards were faced with a ton of COVID issues leading up to the break. I, I Hopefully, I think Abdia is definitely a value option for sure to consider. How do you feel about Abdia against... Uh... Oh, yeah, I, I, I feel fine with him. He's okay. Um, 
Again, not not anything that I would be considering on a larger slate, but we kind of consider everything on a two-game slate. So let it be known, 3,100, he's probably uh, my favorite value piece in that range, like near the minimum over on DraftKings going through both sites or going through all the options. I mean, it just kind of gets really, really hairy. I mean, you could take some shots on the Robin Lopez uh, situation, the Alex Len roulette uh, for Washington later on. We'll get to at, at center. But otherwise, it's so hard to find viable value down there. So I definitely do like your your thought on Denny Avdia. Obviously, I, I buried a little bit of the lead at small forward. Uh, Luka Doncic got swi- uh, switched over to small forward over on FanDuel for tomorrow. So we've got point guard with Russell Westbrook and DeJounte Murray sitting at the top end and John Morant on FanDuel. And then shooting guard Bradley Beal. Luka Doncic, 11,000, just sticks out, and it's going to be just an interesting roster construction because, you know, you would have had all of those guys at point guard, and rather than jamming them all together, uh, FanDuel did the nice thing, and they spread out the positions. So good on them for making a good decision. We give them enough flack when they do bad stuff, so I wanted to give them a shout-out. I, I do really, really enjoy having Luka at small forward on this slate. Uh, anybody else you want to talk about before we move on? Oh. I just lost your volume, I think. I think the power forward position, uh, there we go. Uh, so Beautiful. Uh, but before we go to the power forward position, I do want to talk about this special promotion we're having. Uh, if you use the promo code SHAMROCK, you will get 50% off for first-time users of Osmo Plus Platinum Weekly. So there is a, a big player championship Millie Maker. There's some huge NBA prizes uh, to lead off the second half. So we want people who haven't been able to check out the Osmo Plus package yet uh, you get 50% off, use the promo code SHAMROCK. So make sure to check it out. Um, your support's been the reason why throughout the YouTube streams that we can have these promotions happen. So definitely check out this promotion. It will be um, expire on March 17th on St. Paddy's Day. So definitely check out the promotion. Amazing, dude. That's that's so great. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, for the most part, like, uh, d- did you play any golf this last weekend? Did you play any Bay Hill? I did not. Okay. Well, get ready for the Players' Championship because it's going to be bonkers. It's it's one of the best tournaments to watch of the year. It's known as the fifth major. So that alone, uh, getting some of the content that Jason Roslin and Ben Rossa and all the guys are, are putting together for us over here, uh, it is going to be some good, good stuff. So so take a look at that. Uh, and, and yeah, I'm just excited to watch the golf tournament, let alone let alone anything else. So so jump on over. Uh, let's get to the top end of power forward. Uh, let's start over on FanDuel now that we're I'm still stuck over there here. Uh, my computer is being weird. Kristaps Porzingis, 8,300, sitting up top. Uh, Brandon Clark, 6,200. Jaron Jackson continues to be out. LaMarcus Aldridge, 5,500. I feel like he's an ultimate, ultimate wild card on this slate. You know, only played 25, 23, and 15 minutes his three games back. Jakob Podol has been in the starting lineup. He's been coming off the bench. I really don't know what to think about him. I, I still think he might have a little something left in the tank. I don't want to, like, say that he's completely washed or anything, but... Uh, it hasn't been pretty up to this point. I'm pretty sure that this might be a spot to on a two-game slate. He will be popular already. I feel like I'm going to have a way overweight or a way underweight stance, and it's not really going to be straddling the middle with that guy. Talk to me a bit about power forward. Yeah, on Fandle, uh, Porzingis, who I expect to have a massive second half, uh, obviously was fin- dealing with some minutes limit, not playing some back-to-backs here and there, but I think he's gearing up for a massive second half, 8,300 Porzingis, I'm in favor of that. Definitely looking to get over the field on him. I like that price tag quite a bit. He has the potential to be the highest scoring player on the slate. And especially on a two-game slate, that's going to take you places for sure. Uh, 8,600 on uh, DraftKings, definitely in play over there as well. Brandon Clark, price up to 6,200. Oh, man, this guy's been uh, very disappointing. There was a stretch last year. He was very consistent all year long. But uh, 
6,200, his ownership's going to be low, but he's taking on a Washington team that he put up 34 fantasy points in 34 minutes the other other time. They've played each uh, played them on the second. So someone who you have to consider, uh, just uh, just on matchup alone, that's uh, sometimes on a two-game slate, you got to just target favored matchups, and that's a pretty good matchup for Brandon Clark to take advantage of. Davis Bertans is priced up over 5K now. Uh, why? I don't know. Uh, just because... He hasn't been really that good this year. Because and, you've been uh, rostering him and recommending him on every single slate. You're you're moving so you're the market, saying, buddy. So you say I have moved the market just because of that? You have. You, you have that power. I think Bertans is more uh, more in play on a DK 4-4, where you get the three-point bonus. I like that much better than I do that price tag on FanDuel. Uh, that it just favors his scoring a lot better. And other options, I mean, you got Kleba, Wagner, Tillman. I don't know what they're going to do with Trey Lyles minutes. Uh, your guess is as good as mine with all hands on deck with San Antonio. But at power forward, you can, uh, it gets ugly right after Breton's. I, I, and you can go to Kleber for sure. But under that, I, don't, I can't really recommend anyone with confidence because they might not even touch the court. Over there on DK, um, Denny Abdia, all the way down 3,100, has power forward eligibility. Keldon, 5-1. Uh, definitely can be considered as a uh, GPP option. Uh, in the same price tag as Breton's, we have Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, seems like an option to consider on a two-game slate for sure. When you, north of 30 minutes, hopefully you can get uh, get a modified uh, double-double and 10 points and 10 rebounds potentially. He's not a very aggressive uh, – his, his role on Dallas is just not to be a scorer. He's a great def- uh, above-average defender, finds a way to affect the game that way. So that's an option to consider. Lieber and uh, Clark make for some interesting options as well at their price tag. And uh, how do you feel about Rudy Gay, who is also expected to come back? Uh, it just makes us for a tough, tough San Antonio uh, to project the rotation tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be a disaster. And and I think a lot of people are just going to kind of shy away from them. You're going to, but on a two-gamer, you got to take some shots on some of these guys. Mm-hmm. So figuring out a priority list for me, will be based a lot on ownership, and it'll be based a lot on uh, whatever that starting lineup we get is. Because these two games are sandwiched pretty close in terms of start time, I'm expecting we probably have all four starting lineups by the time lock comes around. If we don't, I feel pretty confident in saying that I think Aldridge is still going to come off the bench. I think Trey Lyles might still be kind of slotted in there alongside Keldon Johnson, DeMar DeRozan, DeJounte Murray, and you're going to have Mills and then Potal in the starting lineup as well. You'll have Mills coming off the bench. You'll have Aldridge coming off the bench. Um, And Rudy Gay has kind of been that guy his entire San Antonio career. So I I do think that he's going to be coming off the bench against Dallas. He's viable at 4,700 over there. I would rather play him uh, on that site than I would rather spend a small forward spot at 5,200 on him on on FanDuel. Small forward because you have Doncic, because you do have some punts like Denny Avdia, because you could take some shots. Justice Winslow against Washington wouldn't be a bad spot to take a couple shots to. It's just going to be harder for me to get to 5,200 where he's the fifth most expensive small forward. Uh, do you agree with that? And then we'll move on. Yeah, uh, just taking shots at ownership alone, I think, might uh, be the only reason to consider that play. But the two-game slate, almost everyone really is in play. <laughs> Let's bring this puppy home for everybody. Guys, thanks for <laughs> thanks for tuning in on this one. It's it's nice to have NBA back. I, I won't bad beat too, uh, or I won't uh, bad mouth too many two-game two games when... 
better than zero basketball. Kristaps uh, Porzingis sitting up there at the top on DraftKings, 8,600. Jonas Valanciunas, 7,100. First true center over there. Uh, I believe on FanDuel, he is the first center listed at 7K. And then you've got uh, Jackson, who's out. Uh, Jakob Podol, 6K. Again, he's been starting 6,500 over on FanDuel. Somebody that I could see having some shots. He did burn some people against Oklahoma City the other night. Um, you know, only played 22 minutes. I uh, kind of got ran off the court uh, with Roby out there, which is a weird thing to say. And then Alex Len is the next most expensive setter on FanDuel at 4,500. I was talking a little bit about playing roulette with these guys. Uh, we saw Robin Williams and uh, Mo Wagner and Alex Len, and all three of them have been playing like somewhat viable minutes. We saw 19 minutes from Len there. Mo Wagner, I think, was was slotted in at the four and was able to play right around 19 the last time out. Uh, and it's kind of been that way. Time and time again, where you don't know who's going to pop, but somebody's going to pop from these centers for Washington. Talk to me a little bit about the position to finish us out. Center, I mean, it's Joval and Jakob Perto and everyone else, honestly. Uh, both of those guys, it's going to be tough to build rosters with anyone else with us besides those two. If you want to get cute with Lopez, um, go for it. Ollie Stein, maybe. Uh, I just don't feel confident outside of Pirtle and Balanchunas on FanDuel, especially when the opportunity cost is uh, severe, if you don't have one of those two, in my opinion. When the raw score can really just jump you north of 20 points on the minimum. Uh, if now, if they both have bad games and you luck box your way into Alex Lengen, 20 minutes for a Joe Val matchup where he got 19 on the second, I think that's can happen at the two games late. We've seen a lot of crazy stuff happen before. So that's an option to consider, but I I don't recommend it because I think Valanciunas can explode against this Washington matchup. He put up 32 points in a game that they were up by quite a bit. He put up 32 fantasy points in 29 minutes. So the upside can definitely, for him to play north of 30 minutes if this game is close, could definitely be there. Over there in DK, I mean, a lot more center options because of multi-position position eligibility. Porzingis, uh, Joe Val, Jakob Pertl, Brandon Clark, even Hachibura has center eligibility. Aldridge that you talked about does a lot more uh, comfortable options to take a, uh, take your chances on, thankfully. So spending down, I think you can consider Clark and Kleba. Robin Lopez is 3,400 there. If you expect him to uh, play some minutes against uh, Joval, he played 14 uh, when they matched up on the second. So just looking at a uh, recent box for just and maybe see what the center rotation in Scott Brooks does uh, could be a consideration. Wagner only played 11 uh, the other night against uh, Memphis. So just seeing what they did with the three-man center rotation that they're having, it's really annoying in DFS when there's like a three-man center rotation like that just because you want to be able to like consolidate your options and see what they're going to do. So that's one thing to consider. And Alex Lynn is 3,100. Today we're trying to look to spend down. Him and Denny Abdia seem like the deepest options that we who are actually playing double-digit minutes and are in play. Uh, So... Maybe uh, I have to see what the rotation looked like for Len if a lot of those minutes were in blowout run or not. Yeah, I, I think I could see myself playing Wagner alongside one of those two on, on DK where you have two centers, but I couldn't see myself playing Lopez and Len in the same lineup. That might still be tough, but they're both under 3,400, so maybe if it happened in one or two, you know, they could maybe 
sneak 22 each and end up optimal? I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what ownership ends up looking like. But considering we did see those rotations two games ago, it'll be a good thing to kind of work through. And, and, and I'm sure the ownership will probably line up with what, exactly what happens. So maybe do the opposite thing and hope Wagner gets off when he, uh, when he starts that opening rotation like he did. I think it was against the Clippers or somebody else where he just went completely bonkers and uh, got a little extra run. So uh, anybody else you want to touch base on this ugly, ugly center position? No, not really. Just check out the promo code Shamrock. Uh, enjoy the 50% off deal for your first timers. And good luck, everyone. It's a two-game slate. Huge, huge prize pools. 200K up the fan door, 250K on DK. Some massive prize pools for a two-game slate. Have fun with it. Get a little cute. Maybe you can find yourself solo on top. Oh, I'll get a little cute rim pack, guys. He's Ryan. I'm Eric. We'll catch you later for a, for a normal slate on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs>